I'm Kristen. And I'm Mike. And we're lost in the Sunnydale stats. This is the Sunnydale Stacks, where every other week we immerse ourselves in the world of Sunnydale, California, and review two episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This week, we're dusting off Fool for Love and Shadow. We have a stacker question this week from Erica. Mm-hmm. It's quite a conundrum. <laughs> Erica asks, if Buffy Summers didn't come back in season six... So, uh, so spoilers, I guess? Then you... We're in season five at this point. If you're not watching ahead, mm-hmm. she comes back. Although I've, I've, so I've heard that like a lot of people didn't realize that she was coming back. They just like mm. saw this season's well, finale and they were like, that's it. We're done. That's well, it. Well, it is like 2000, 2001. The like internet wasn't, wasn't as big a thing. There's yeah. probably a lot of people who are just watching it, but looking at anything online, it's not like, for instance, uh, just recently, uh, a couple weeks ago, as of when this is airing. Uh, the Westworld season finale happened, and some things were not as surprising if you had looked online at all the theories. Yes, I will say that, like when I when the internet first started to be a thing mm-hmm. for me, at yeah. least freshman year of college, when broadband was introduced to me, mm-hmm. I was all about spoilers. I was like, "Tell me everything," yeah. and eventually it was like, "Oh no, that sucks." Mm-hmm. Please don't tell me spoilers. <laughs> it's it's almost like a weird economic thing where whatever is scarce is now. The, the valuable resource back in 1995, knowing anything about a movie yeah. was really like hard to do. But now in like 2016, it's so easy. Yeah. Like not knowing things is really hard. It's hard to avoid things. Yes. Yeah. So on that subject, if Buffy mm-hmm. Summers didn't come back in season six, would you rather watch a spinoff where Dawn and Spike move to Indiana and Spike becomes her guardian or Dawn and Giles moved to England. Here's why this is so hard. Mm-hmm. On the one hand, you have Spike, but then you also get Indiana. Yeah. On the other hand, you have not Spike, but also no Indiana. And and we all lose because all options include Dawn. Mm, yeah. But there is more than corn in Indiana. There is. I'm not sure if any of you stackers are going to get that reference. It's for a local commercial. The oh. Indiana Beach. Oh, the, the dunes. The dunes are fun. Yeah. I've I've only visited family in Indiana, so I guess if you have cousins there, it's okay. They've got some nice apple orchards. You can rent cabins to film in. Sure. Dunes. They've got fireworks. Fireworks are legal there. Yeah, that is that is nice. It is nice to be able to to pop out there. Uh, I know a lot of people did right before the uh, Cubs won. But I, for this question, I feel like there's, if I was to answer it in the, what I think would be best for the character sense, mm. what I think would be best for the show, mm. I think best for the character would be moving with Giles to England, probably get like a nice Harry Potter style education, it's probably some like Watcher's boarding school somewhere. But I think whatever weird adventures Dawn and Spike would get up to in Indiana would be a better show. Okay. And I think it would be one of those weird things where it's it's a show that's all about, like, the weird juxtaposition, kind of mundane location. Because I imagine it wouldn't even be, like, a cool place in Indiana. It would be, like, a weird suburb that, like, is just kind of in the middle of nowhere. 
And then they're like battling whatever weird evil forces are there. And Don's, you know, learning lessons. Spike's beating up whatever demons he can find. I'm very surprised. I felt like like this is a no-brainer for Mike mm-hmm. because one of the options has not Indiana and Giles. So I was like, well, that's clearly Mike's decision. But I think that would, she, she'd just have too nice of a childhood. It wouldn't be fun to watch. That's fair. Yeah. Um, England looks cool when mm-hmm. we see uh, Giles's home in mm-hmm. season seven. That's a pretty kick-ass location yeah. to shoot in. I will argue that middle of nowhere Indiana is very similar to random town Sunnydale that mm-hmm. like I, I mean this isn't she's not in LA like it's it's no. just random suburb uh what are you talking about they have a carousel they have a zoo fair this r- random imaginary town in Indiana mm-hmm. might as well yeah. uh and also you get Spike who I can see him trying his hardest as a guardian but mm-hmm. like also he's Spike so what yeah. he thinks might be wholesome lessons would be like terrible mm-hmm. yeah so my vote is spike mm-hmm. regardless almost, of the location just spike yeah and i think it would always be fun it'd be like a kid raising another kid because that's, that's yeah a big kid they would learn from each other oh best friends now let's head into the sunnydale stacks and open the books on fool for love So Buffy's fighting some vamp that is stuck in this 1980s anarchy fashion era. And like that hair is too crazy. Crazy hair. It's like I I was sure they were hiding something for a stunt. And maybe that's part of it. That would be kind of cool. Like. I wish they had. Like how there's that one Frankenstein looking zombie in Dawn of the Dead because his head gets cut off at the top. It's like, oh, they must be doing something with the top of that guy's head. That's why he's got this crazy hair to hide it. No, he's just he's just a guy. Not much fashion sense. Um, and and it's interesting that they never comment on it. The idea, I mean, and they've they've mentioned it in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. The fact that like vamps are always kind of way behind on fashion times. Well, there's like very oblique references, but there should be like, what is up with your hair, bro? And like, doesn't he have, like he has like a leather jacket with like a neon print on it like a yeah. neon logo like, it might even be like spray painted on might be yeah. sure yeah i was surprised that there weren't more jokes at his mm-hmm. expense his expense just as she triple flips triple flip this was not just a flip this Real is not just off. a flip flip it's a flip 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 as she triple flips over a gravestone he grabs her wrist and stabs her in the gut with her own stake yeah it's that's, it's pretty rough that i don't feel good uh, and then, then mr pointy then you're <laughs> well and then you're talking about sepsis you've got i mean like mm-hmm. in the gut you're don't don't there's bacteria there mike <clears throat> this is not clean that's where they live she has not not disinfected this steak this maybe is, that's Maybe that's like a, a benefit of, as we learn very soon, the accelerated healing factor portion of the Slayer package where it also uh, prevents sepsis. Great. Good. I'm glad she has that because mm-hmm. otherwise dead. Yep. Very painful death. Riley saves her. Hey. Yeah. Riley to the rescue. Hey, Mike. Yeah. He's being useful. Yeah. He's, he's, he, he may not have super talent. Ta- powers but look at him doing this very good thing mm-hmm. that is helpful 
and productive and not something everyone can do. Let me shit on that. Uh, <laughs> why the fuck is he there? Because he's been stalking her. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, there's no explanation <laughs> as to why he would be there. Cause it's not like, oh, I thought I was going to meet you in 10 minutes, but you were early. Better. It was like, there was no reason for him to have been there. Because he feels left out of patrolling, so yeah. he's just following her around the mm-hmm. cemetery. Yeah, so I'm the only reason he's able to do the nice thing. I'm just going to follow because, you around. Yeah. I'm just going to watch you. Yeah, that's healthy. I'm going to stand in the shadows. And I think I think these episodes we're looking at this week really show Riley's got some really healthy takes on how to be in this relationship. I'm just going to watch you. Gonna walk around the gravestones. I always feel like somebody's watching me. I and, got no privacy. And you don't, because it's Riley and he's uh. watching you. Uh so he but he weaponed up, which is mm-hmm. smart. He's not super strong, but he I mean like he he's making an intelligent decision about yeah. like I can still help mm-hmm. against the forces of evil. I'm gonna get a taser. Yeah. Good. This I mean He should like yeah, like the G.I. Joes. Like there's the, the different G.I. Joes that have their own little specialties. He could be Great. like the the snow guy with the dog, Great. or the swimmy man, swimmy or man. Johnny bombs a lot. That's excellent. Be Aquaman. <laughs> uh, he also has more special skills. Mm-hmm. The next day, he's bandaging up. Yeah, Buffy. So she she passes out, and he he has medical combat training. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, nobody else has this. Oh, no, no. This is. This is distinct to him. Mm-hmm. Look, you have a skill that is useful. Look at you, buddy. Focus on that. Yeah. <laughs> Positive thoughts, bud. Yeah, he could become an EMT easily. That is great. Yeah. So great and so helpful, and we need them, mm-hmm. and they're heroes. That's a way that you can be a hero without superpowers. Damn it, Riley. Damn it, Riley. <laughs> but he patches her up, thank goodness, and he disinfects it yeah. so she doesn't get um, mm-hmm. sepsis. <laughs> <laughs> That's the that's the word of the week this week. Take a drink every time you hear sepsis. <laughs> Riley is surprised that she was taken down by just one regular vamp. Mm-hmm. It's still a vampire, Riley. Yeah. Uh, Dawn covers for Buffy, which I love. Yeah, go way to go, Dawn. Doing something like decent. I don't really and get cool. her explanation. To, you know, Joyce spots all the medicals, the rubbing alcohol, and she's like, "Oh, you disinfecting something?" And Dawn's like, "Some nail polish experiments are doomed before they begin." Like, yeah. What were you, um, nail polish remover is different than rubbing alcohol. Well, I guess what it's like, maybe it's like the thing where if you use, you improperly do your nails, you can get like an infection. So maybe she was like experimenting, but wasn't properly sanitizing all of her nails okay. supplies. Sure. But it's nope. kind of a far bridge to nope. walk out onto. While Buffy is benched, Dawn is going to take over her chores. Again, I'm liking Dawn so far in this episode. She's still kind of like, little sister, get out of my room. But she's being helpful. Uh, And Riley is going to take patrol with the Mm -hmm. Scoobies in tow again. Useful. This is a good plan. Mm -hmm. You you are not as strong as the Slayer, but with a little bit of help, you can Mm -hmm. take over patrolling. That's a good idea. See how that goes. Mm. Um, so the scene of them patrolling is pretty adorable. It's amazing. <laughs> I just love it. Mm-hmm. Riley's being all stealthy. He's got the hand movements. Yep. He's he's all dressed in camo choo, gear. Choo. And the Scoobies have no idea what this hand motion no. means. I feel like context clues. Like if he's moving forward and he gives the toot toot, I feel like that's like all all engines go. I don't know. I feel like that could go. It's definitely one of two opposite things. It's either like you stay here or you follow me. 
It's got to be one of those two, but those are exactly the opposite. So I think the proper thing to do in that situation is to probably to shout at the person who's being stealthy. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what they're doing. I love the Scoobies here. They are they are dressed in bright colors. Mm-hmm. They are loudly eating chips and just out and for a wearing, stroll. Like, a ridiculously tight skirt that you could barely even, like, not even jog in. Willow's, like, bucket red hat. Like, mm-hmm. it, she's, uh the, And the, the loud chip eating. Yep. I can I can sympathize. I'm a loud chip eater. Mm. I eat them silently and deadly. I'm a call bullshit. It is impossible to eat potato chips silently. You just can't. I just did right now. You just suck on it until it's mushy. And that, I just ate another one. <laughs> I'm eating no whole. It's only silent right now. It's invisible. <laughs> See, I mean, listeners, believe what you want, but I totally just ate a bunch of chips. <laughs> do you notice that they kind of litter? Just like I thought they were hiding it. They were going to come back for it. I don't know. I would not throw out chips. I'd be like, I mean, I won't put it away because he asked me to, but I'm going to come back for it when we're done. I, know, I feel like for all the things they, they felt they had to cut back to that I don't think they did in this episode, I want to see what happened to those chips. I, I I would I think that's fair. I do like the fact that, you know, Riley's like, just the chips and we'll just, okay, great. But she has to go giant, giant animal first. Yep. I love it. Ah. Uh, Meanwhile, Giles and Buffy are researching past slayers and what made them lose their final battles. I like the evolution of her maturity here. Like Mm -hmm. before when she was scared about dying young, she'd be Mm -hmm. like, I'm not a slayer. I reject my calling. And now she's like, I'm going to be a waitress. Yeah. Now she's like, I embrace it. Mm -hmm. And I still don't want to die young. But by embracing it, I'm just going to learn a whole lot about it so I can prevent that happening to me. I'm yeah. like, that, that is, that is ma- a more mature reaction, mm-hmm. honey. And it's also kind of grown up in the way of like, I know this is the way it always was, but you know what? It's 21st century now. Well, some people wouldn't consider it until 2001. Whatever. Semantics. Sure. It's modern times. I have the uh, capability to research. There's modern medical technology. We can get around this. Yeah. Problem is that the watchers don't keep really good notes on the final battle. Mm-mm. It's such a sweet moment where she's like, Oh, you Brits, it's too, you know, it's too unseemly. Mm-hmm. Giles says it's too painful. You just he's so cute. He's so cute. Giles. Uh, so, you know, where would we get that? Who who would have information about um I players don't know. past who battles? Who might have it? Who Kristen? who would who would, it's Spike. Oh, it's Spike. It's Spike. Because he's killed too. So he was there. Yeah. He can tell you what happened. I thought earlier in the scene that part of Giles' hesitancy was that he kind of thought like, oh, it's Spike. She's not going to want to talk to him. Which it isn't because they clearly both come up with the idea later on. But it does seem like wouldn't one of them have thought of this at some point before. I think based on just Spike's attitude the second you ask him for information mm-hmm. And how he's just milking this and he wants to get paid. That. That's just like he's an unreliable source of hot Mm -hmm. air. No. But she does go to him and I like the like he punches her. Ow! Wait, no. Not Not ow. This usually hurts. Mm -hmm. And his reaction when she says, you're going to show me how you killed them. Mm -hmm. The look of curiosity. Like his, the look on his face is interesting. Like I think part of it, I think it's just curiosity of like, all right, this is intriguing. Like it's. It could be like. And maybe this isn't like my in, like, oh, oh, she just asked me to be Facebook friends. Let's see where this goes. What is that? Mm. Immediately goes from like, you're knowing the shutter, and he's like, just like, hmm. Hmm. 
At the bronze, Buffy is paying him for his stories in chicken wings, Mm -hmm. which I appreciate. I think you could get me (laughs) to jelly. I mean, like, I really like wings, Mike. Okay. Okay. So I think this is a valid. You mean the uh, show starring uh, Stephen Weber and Tony Shalhoub? Also that. That was great, too. Um I really, I I would accept wings as as currency is valid to me. I had a long running joke. I guess I still technically have it with my brother. We were talking about like, what if we just went to a barter economy? It was just like, oh, I'll give you three oxes for whatever, three Mm. oxen. And then we were talking about, oh, so like that would just be the new currency is oxen. So you'd have to have an oxen register. And would that just be like a regular cash register? But the cash drawer is this really long thing full of ox. <laughs> or it's just like a stable with a guy in front and like a chalkboard. How does a sta- how does a, a oxen register work? If we have to revert to barter economy, I would assume that we would lose electricity at this point. Because, I mean, you have to assume then that like debit, bank accounts aren't a thing. So I feel like barter economy only happens if we don't have electricity. So the idea of like having a register where a drawer pops out is ridiculous mike you're just being that's the only part of that uh situation that is ridiculous see i had assumed that it was the natural you know like the thing you see in the movies all the time all the uh paper money became haunted and attacked us oh of course yeah yeah so you don't want to use that anymore i think it is way more practical though to use chicken wings but they go bad so you better spend your money don't save that's (laughs) fools do that so this is not an austerity measure in any sense. Your freezer is now your bank account. <laughs> your account has been frozen. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, I'm such a nerd. I love that joke so much. <laughs> good baking joke. <laughs> um, Sepsis. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> Spike sees that Buffy's injured. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the, I've always been bad. Well, liar. You're a liar. <laughs> it's a lie. No, you've always been a dorkable. A dork. He, it, that is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mike. Yes. He's the new guy. Yeah. Like new girl. I, no, like I gotcha. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Eh, she knows she's adorable. Yeah. He thinks he's cool. That he is different. He's an artist. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yes, she's New Girl's first boyfriend, whoever the heck his name was. A nerdy human Spike, Aww. aka William, is having trouble with his poetry. Aww. We're in London, 1880. What a mop top. Look yeah. at this hair. Does, Real does, shaggy. Does his head look big? The, the hair is not helping. The hair is not helping. I wonder if it's just because I'm seeing, I'm used to seeing him with like gelled back mm-hmm. hair that like when you give him a mop top, I'm like, you got a big head. Yeah. You got a real big head. Uh, real bobbler. And also I think the, he's kind of costumed to make his body look like a little bit more timid. He shouldn't the, look like muscular mm-hmm. in any way. Yeah. He needs to just look like, yeah. I'm very unintimidating. Mm-hmm. He has a button that says that. You can't see it. Mm-hmm. His jacket. That's, that's so unintimidating. He, his jacket's covering it. <laughs> Uh, he's in love with Cecily. We'll see her later as a different character. Shh. Although, according to non-canonical comics, might be the same character. I mean, that's what I meant. But, like, 
same actress, same person, different name. Yeah. Yeah. But there is a non-canonical comic where that Cecily is Halfrek. I'm saying definitely Cecily is Halfrek. Okay. Okay. That's, but I'm saying spoilers. Shh. But oh. yeah, no, they're definitely the same person. Okay. Does ha- I mean, like they definitely recognize each other in season mm-hmm. seven. Yeah. But it could be one of those cute things where it's like on Doctor Who when they have somebody play the same character twice. It's like, oh, you look like a boop-a-doop. And there's, I mean, there's been Buffy actors that show up at Angel, mm-hmm. but like, I think I, Cecily is Halfrek. Yeah. That's a thing. Well, and it's usually like somebody who's a demon and then not a demon. That's. Yeah. Or yeah. like a different makeup demon. Right. But this, this, in this case, Cecily is currently human. Mm-hmm. We'll see her later in her demon form, but she's currently a beautiful girl with a hideous decolletage. It's all right. No, it's terrible, Mike. Okay. I, I mean, I can make something better with the hakaluga. I mean, that's that's what this is. This is the hakaluga in your drunk drawer and your junk drawer that got just pasted to your cleavage. That you're like, that's a lot of frill and random flowers and shit on your cleavage. All I heard was cleavage twice. <laughs> Spike William is such a wuss that he won't even weigh in on the Aww. recent rash of disappearances. From vampires. What? Was it the Lost Boys? Yes. They're they're stealing people. Uh, But he rather rather prefers beauty. Mm. He prefers beauty, Mike. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) The world's wimpiest bully steals and reads his awful poetry. He's wearing like a lot of makeup. Like he looks, he looks like a mannequin. I mean, this is the 1800s. Maybe he probably was. Didn't they wear high heels? They wore high heels. But like, he looks like rosy cheeks. Like he's drunk. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe he's he's drunk. He got some. He got a, a makeover while drunk. Wussy wussy bully got a makeover mm-hmm. and can't handle his shebly. He's a he's a hipster bully. Oh yeah, he is. He is. He reads William's poetry. We get oh. stuck on the word effulgent, which I actually looked it's up. It's a perfectly cromulent word. <laughs> <laughs> I looked this up mm-hmm. because like out of context, I, I mean, I get like yeah. needs to mean what's a word means gleaming mm-hmm. needs to rhyme. You you get mm-hmm. what it means. But yeah. I was like, I just I want to look up effulgent because I've never heard that word outside yeah. of Buffy and it just means gleaming <laughs> that's, that's all it means yep. but i've definitely never heard it before it's an ugly ass word <laughs> it's just like so many words they sound like what they are like gleaming mm-hmm. bright shiny you're like great effulgent ugly word yeah that sounds like there's a growth that is larger than it should be that or smelly <laughs> like it's just effulgent you're like oh something smells bad in here <laughs> So William the Bloody is his nickname, which actually describes his poetry and mm-hmm. not his vampire antics, which I love. And they also kind of suggest that the Spike nickname is the same thing. See, I I disagree. I think William the Bloody describes human Spike. Mm-hmm. And he got the name Spike because he heard this guy say, like, you mm-hmm. can see him walk behind yeah. Wussy Bully yeah. when he says, I'd rather have a railroad sprite driven through my head. And I think William the Bloody filed that away. And we can be a vampire. He did it. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and now he's like, now I'm Spike. Or, or maybe he just got a lovable dog named Spike. And it, like Indiana. Yep. We named the dog Spike. <laughs> 
I love that. That was my uh, Angelus accent. About as close as uh, David Boreanaz's. <laughs> so William confesses his love to Cecily. She says, just really coldly, you're nothing to me, William. You are beneath me. Cold, bitch. Cold. Like, you could at least say, like, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. I don't I just don't see you that see way. See you that way. Uh, I got the herb. There's plenty <laughs> of ways to get around this. I'm in love with Jesus. <laughs> Lots of things. Um, again, my first reaction when being rejected is I reject you first. Yeah. So my first reaction when she's like, you're beneath me. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. I'm beneath. You're beneath me. <laughs> just, just, no, you suck. I didn't, you, you're ugly. No. I did like how you almost said, no, I'm beneath you. <laughs> it didn't happen. It's not recorded at all. It's uh, not on tape. Oh, okay. I'm going to eat another chip. upset william bumps into the gruesome threesome there's a rude which is soon to become a foursome he's walking down the streets of london and he catches the eye of drusilla so at this point i'm wondering what's happening in present day so we're Mm -hmm. getting the whole flashback but supposedly this is his story to buffy Mm -hmm. i don't think he told buffy the story like because his story started with i've always been bad i do not think he told her so i wrote really bad poetry and this girl rejected me and wussy bully made fun of me for saying the word effulgent but like unless it's just horribly contrived he had to have told her some version of the truth because she uses it on him later. Oh, I think that's coincidence. You do? I do. I feel like that's that's too much of a coincidence. This is where I think her... I think he like started with like, I was in London and walking down the streets and Drusilla came up. This is where I think his story to her really okay. starts. Because I don't... I think Spike is too full of himself to admit that like... So I got rejected, see, because I was such a nerd. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe you said like, you know, something of like, she was too hoity-toity for me, mate. Sure. And That's definitely Australian, but keep going. Yeah. It's fine. And then she put a couple shrimps on the bobby. All over um, the place. Still still just as good as David Morales. Everywhere. Um, <laughs> uh, but like, <laughs> there's a way you could kind of spin it where it's not about him being a little wussy boy who does bad poetry. That he he was kind of like, you know, kind of the the underclass hero, and she was just some like hoity toity yeah. rich girl. This is my point yeah. that I don't think this the story we're seeing is not what he's telling mm, Buffy. Okay. Drusilla is full of confidence boosting compliments. Mm-hmm. He tells him he's surrounded by fools. He creates worlds they can't imagine, and he's into it. I yeah. mean, wouldn't you be that you're like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and especially just, like right I'm, if you got rejected, there's like, well, here's this uh, hot crazy lady telling me what you're really nice like. Super hot, and you're telling me I'm a genius, and I'm artistic, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just master. Yeah, wait, what? I am a fulgent. <laughs> he de- she definitely gets in with him by saying the word effulgent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, you want something effulgent? He's like, what? Uh, yeah. You're clearly my soulmate. I do also like the little subtle thing of he says mother's expecting me just again confirming how much of a dork he is. Oh yeah, says, mother, mommy. Um, he does this thing here now where he like <laughs> he just puts his hand on her boob and <laughs> leaves it there. <laughs> Did you 
notice this? That's it. He just he's not like caressing her boob. Yeah. His hand isn't like on her shoulder, or, like just touching love her it face. When you touch he a just, woman's boob and it's like so a dorky. bag of sand. <laughs> Straight, his hand straight out and just leaves it on her boob and her reaction of just like looking down All and be right. like okay <laughs> you're gonna, gonna move that around <laughs> nope okay it's a very like middle school boy like Isn't that, is this it it's that uh, she turns him into a vampire mm-hmm. I think just to get his hand off her boob <laughs> <laughs> that's the entire point of this whole flashback get oh. off me but I really love his response where he's like, he's like kind of confused and surprised, but he's not terrified. He's kind of like, I'm going to into this. Yeah. At first, he's just like, oh, it, uh, that's mm-hmm. a painful kiss. And then it becomes <laughs> like, hey, ow. Ow, ow. Ow. And then really it, at hurts, that, lady. by the time he realizes it, like, eh, this isn't good. He's yeah. like, he's, it's too much. It's like, um, I'm in for a penny and for a pound. <laughs> Back at the cemetery, the gang spots the vamp that attacked Buffy. And that's that. Yep. I, I, yeah. It's fine. I, I, I guess they had to cut to something. I don't I kind of. That's a weird thing. Yeah. I'm. Um, I think that this is important. The stuff that's happening with the Scoobies mm-hmm. in the modern day. But you can tell it in about three seconds. <laughs> yeah. And I almost wish they had just kind of kept the flashbacks as like the center, like the creamy filling and just had the other story on either side of it maybe because it feels really unsatisfying to be like oh it's this awesome flashback b story okay back to the bar sure and then finally back to another flashback yeah yeah spike tells buffy that becoming a vampire was a profound experience that Mm -hmm. he was ready to break the rules but first he had to get a gang Mm -hmm. i love the the kind of like crane shot that goes around the pool table Mm -hmm. very nice yeah or again, this is stuck on like, so what is he really telling Buffy? Because he's telling Buffy, I had to get a gang. But what we're seeing is the gang had to accept him because mm-hmm. they definitely are like, you suck, buddy. Well, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, well, and it's it's not like she wouldn't have known that like they already existed. So it's not like he can say, and then I got them all together. It's like, no, they were already there. Yeah, she knew that like angelus and drusilla and darla were a thing but you Mm -hmm. could spin it as i ran into them and like we became a thing rather Mm -hmm. than i ran into them and then followed them around like a puppy until they accepted me Mm. although i feel like he does get them to loosen up a bit he does i think he's good for them Mm -hmm. his penchant for breaking the rules and drawing attention to himself has gotten them hiding out from an angry mob poor darla her only girlfriend in the world is just a woman who is stark raving mad. Yeah. And you can see that Darla's like craving some side, some sort of like mm-hmm. non-angelous camaraderie. Yeah. But all she gets in return is the King of Cups expects a picnic. But this is not his birthday. Okay. <laughs> awesome. It's Thanks for the support. Context clues. <laughs> Uh, Spike prefers killing based on adrenaline and danger, mm-hmm. but An- Angelus prefers a calculated artistic kill. Yeah. Again, he's kind of up his own ass. Yeah. They need him. Need uh, Spike, rather. And then Spike pisses him off. Mm-hmm. Angel name drops the Slayer like a boogeyman, which mm-hmm. for any other vamp would be like, oh, okay, well, I'll stay yeah. in line, but 
Spike sees it as a challenge. Yeah, it's like, ooh, I got another card to chase. And it just kicks off his obsession. Mm-hmm. And I, l- I like this. So we cut back to the pool mm-hmm. table. Yeah. And this is a really cool lesson, I think. I don't, I mean, a lot of Spike's lessons, I'm like, oh, but that's because you're a crazy vampire. Mm-hmm. This one is actually pretty legit that yeah. Buffy really wants to know how Spike was finally able to kill a slayer. Mm-hmm. So he grabs her and she has to reach for a pool cue. Yeah. And the point is, lesson the first, a slayer must always reach for her weapon. Mm-hmm. I've already got mine. The hair? That, I mean, like, she can fight. Like, mm-hmm. to, it's not to say that, like... But it's not like, it's harder to do, like, the killing blow. Right, like exactly. Like, I'll go. Yeah, I've already, mm, right attached to me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty cool. So, the fight between Spike and Boxer Rebellion Slayer. Mm-hmm. First off, I had to look up the Boxer Rebellion. Yeah. I'll admit it. Um... I did not have to look up because I think I recognize this set as a backlot set that is usually a Mexican village. From what? Just like everything. Ever okay. It's one of those things that I'm pretty sure I've seen it in like Arrested Development and like uh, you know, cop shows and all sorts of things where they just need like quick, we need a Mexican village. We're celebrating Cinco de Cuatro. hmm Exactly. But then they just like dressed it up with like paper lanterns, so now it's China. <laughs> I uh I I definitely have heard the phrase box rebellion mm-hmm. before but it was in watching this that I realized that like we probably learned about this in history class in high school but I do not remember the cause or point of this. Well, it was cuz the briefs were taking over. So boxers, I mean, mm-hmm. briefs are outdated. And then they they came to understand their differences and then we got the boxer briefs and Marky Mark was born. <laughs> Um, so I looked it up. It is an uprising mm-hmm. against foreign, particularly Western and Christian influence mm-hmm. because, you know, Britain was coming in and trying to take over. That's just their deal. That's what they do. Uh, and the Chinese people rebelled and said mm-hmm. like, fuck you West. Yeah. Fuck you Christians. We're going to be us. Mm-hmm. You do you yeah. boxers. Um, just you, you do you, you do you. Uh, so this is actually like a really dangerous spot for mm-hmm. the quattro to be in, yeah. be in right? Like they, there's, they particularly don't like the Brits and y'all look real white here. Yeah. Yeah. You're very, very white. And it's like, can't even really go for help from your, your, your buddies. Cause it's like, they're going to figure out something's up eventually with you that you're not, uh, that you're not human. Um, I do like in the fight how, uh, Spike seems very 1800s-y. Oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't pay attention. I was more focused on like Slayer has some really awesome moves. Yeah, yeah. She looked pretty great. And I don't know if I've never ever necessarily paid attention to like the details of the choreography before, mm-hmm. but damn. Yeah, and it's definitely more like kind of martial arts influence and more like uh more more formal than definitely like Buffy or even mm-hmm. like you know, especially Faith. Uh, Kendra or like any of the other Slayers we've seen. There's still the same, I think, Slayer influence of like being creative using your surroundings, Mm -hmm. but definitely a martial arts influence. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure of the particular um, discipline that she's practicing here. I mean, like just the martial arts just makes it look so much prettier. She's Mm -hmm. got pointed toes. The really like beautiful moves. She's got like a fancy kind of like pointy, elaborate, ornate weapon like yeah like it's not just like oh i broke off the leg of a table mm-hmm. like she's got it's a wooden stake that's been ornately mm-hmm. carved she got his eyebrow which explains his scar and this i love is it real start of last crusade stuff where you get yeah. the version of every single thing of spike 
That explains the snakes in the next episode. Had to be snakes. This fire, bad. I'm just, I'm pointing it out there that this is ex- especially dangerous because there's fire. Are you saying fire, bad? It's very bad fire. Uh, the kicks that this girl does, really mm-hmm. great kicks. She kicks yeah. high, she kicks behind her head. Mm-hmm. She's almost got him, too. The way she traps him against the pillar with his yeah. foot, that was like, girl. That's pretty awesome. That's what I call quads. Look at her go. <laughs> but he gets her when he when she reaches for her stake. That Slayer's got to reach for her weapon. She goes for it. He grabs her. Yep. Feeds off her. Adding insult to injury. She says, tell my mother I'm sorry. And he says, sorry, love. I don't speak Chinese. Which is another time where my weird Netflix... The translation took a while thing. For some reason, subtitles on my Netflix are delayed. Mm. I don't know why. Uh, but when I was watching it, I was like, oh, I thought they, they told you what she said. <laughs> I guess it kind of works. It's even sadder if like you just don't know unless you speak that particular, you know, form of Chinese, Mandarin or whatever it is. Yeah, I kind of like that better. Yeah. I was just like, like sorry, that was speak Chinese. Enter Drew. The blood of a slayer is an aphrodisiac. Yeah, some nice uh, blood foreplay. And I know there's a word for that. I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> Don't. You're weird internet nope. rabbit hole. You fall down. Uh, so I decided I really wanted to know what was going on in Angel this time. Because So at this oh, yeah, point, yeah. in Angel, they show mm-hmm. what's going on with Angel and Darla mm-hmm. while Spike and Drew are having a blood orgy. Yep. <laughs> so I was like, I can't really remember what ha- was happening with... Mm-hmm. Angelus and Drew. So I, I went and I watched that episode, or excuse me, Angelus and Darla. So I went and watched that episode, or at least part of it. At this point, when Spike kills the Boxer Rebellion Slayer, mm-hmm. and Angelus already has his soul. Yeah. He's been cursed, mm-hmm. but he's been living in filth and squalor and yeah. living off of rats, and Darla's rejected him. Mm-hmm. And he comes to her in China during the Boxer Rebellion and begs her to take him back mm-hmm. and says that he. The soul doesn't matter. He can go back to the way he was and he can kill humans and be just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what Spike takes for jealousy when they run yeah. into him and he's like, no need to be jealous is actually guilt. And yeah. jealous is not happy that he's killed a girl. Mm-hmm. It is very different because unless you just happen to know that or you watch the episode, which I think would be pretty common, uh, it, it, you could completely miss that. Yeah. And in this interpretation. Also, I think it's probably edited in a way where you, that's not as prominent just because it's a Spike's version of that memory. So right. he probably doesn't even, he might not even remember that, oh yeah, at this point he had his soul back. Mm-hmm. Might be something where it's kind of like, ah, I don't, did he have his soul? I, I don't, don't think know. Darla told anybody. Yeah. My impression is that Darla knew that he had his soul back, mm-hmm. but she didn't tell the other yeah. two. We also learned that the name of the group, remember how I said I knew there was a name and I just couldn't remember it. The name of the group is The Whirlwind. The whirlwind. That's the name of the four of them. So when he says, I went back in the whirlwind. Oh, yeah. I That's like, why I forgot it. I, don't, I like I, Grissom Foursome. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I feel like there should be something a little bit more like pulpy, like a penny dreadful name than the yeah. whirlwind sounds too romantic to interview mm. with a vampire to me. Yeah. And then, of course, you get the badass shot to end it where Spike jumps over stuff for no reason. <laughs> She's like, there's a tiny barrel. You could have just walked around, buddy. I know. It's it's like when a little kid runs by a fountain and like, I have to run along the edge of the fountain. Yep. Back in present day, Spike says that no matter how hard Buffy fights, she won't wipe out all the vampires and all the demons. Mm-hmm. So she kind of can't ever win. Yeah. 
Um, but all one of them needs is one good day. Mm. They get in a fight. They're getting looks from bar patrons. Thank God you're addressing the fact that you're in a crowded bar. Although, like, bronze has real shitty security. Like, I know outside the bronze, they're kind of like, that's no man's land. But inside the bronze, you'd think, like, somebody would be like, hey, let's not let, let these two people assault each other yeah. openly. You gotta go. You gotta go, buddy. Yeah. Cause some disturbance. Like, I feel you, like you have to be like... You two, leave different entrances. Get out of here. Uh, meanwhile, Riley attacks the vamp nest by Riley, himself. Dick. By I mean, There's no reason. The Scoobies do this a lot. They help out Buffy a lot. So there's kind of no reason not to just bring them, especially yeah. if your only plan is to throw a grenade in there. Which, like, wouldn't kill them. Fire. But, like, grenades, it, unless it was a very specific, like, incendiary grenade, it's just going to send shrapnel. Like, grenades, it's it's not like... Doesn't it, it just... Doesn't it cause an explosion? Yeah, but it's like a forceful explosion, not like a fiery ball. I mean, may, maybe... I mean, I'm wrong, it's like a very specific kind of grenade, but like, what kills you with a grenade is shrapnel. It's not like you get caught on fire. There'll be extreme heat, but you're not going to like... I don't think just being really hot would kill a vampire. I think you'd have to be set on fire. Okay. So I don't think that it would kill them. Well, if he had brought up this plan to Willow, she could have told him that. Yeah. And, and like, I guess maybe you could say, like, it would disorient them so he could just, like, walk back in and stake them real easy. Or the shrapnel would decapitate them or... That's a that's a big assumption, though. Obliterate their thing. Their, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Obliterate their thing. It's going <laughs> to cut off their junk? <laughs> yeah. That's... A, that's a, it's a, oh, a, yeah. That's the fourth way to kill a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> Did you tell that to your friend who asked you what a vampire was? Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> stab him a bunch. We don't like it. <laughs> uh, lesson the second. Ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. It's not about how Spike won. It's about why they lost. Spike runs through the moves of his second Slayer fight. And I really like this. He can't hurt Buffy, so mm-hmm. he can't play fight with her. She yeah. really wanted to know like exactly what happened, what moves made him win. So he can run through the choreography yeah. of the fight and his chip won't activate because he's not actively trying to hurt Buffy. Mm-hmm. He's just running through the moves. And I guess he's we're so- going through the motions. Good. You're a season early. Just going to eat that chip. <laughs> I guess that since uh, Nikki Wood, mm-hmm. who plays the or is the Slayer in New York, because she went through the same training as Buffy, you mm-hmm. can say that's why she and Buffy would react to Spike's moves the same way. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's the philosophy of maybe Slayers naturally tend to, you know, base what they do more off of the energy they're getting from their opponent. Mm-hmm. So they can kind of use that energy to take them down because, you know, they have to kill a whole bunch of vampires. True. So we're in the 1970s mm-hmm. on a New York subway. Spike is now dressed as the punk. Mm-hmm. He's got his blonde hair. Thank God we got rid of the mop top. <laughs> but it's like kind of sh- like, you know, kind of dis- disheveled a little bit. It's not the slicked back yet. Well, he's been fighting. But like even when he's I'm fighting. I'm teasing okay. you. He's, this is like a dance that they're doing together. Mm-hmm. And I really, I like to ignore the idea of like, but how does they know that Nick, Nikki and Buffy are going to have the same moves? Because mm-hmm. it's just a really cool yeah. storytelling device that mm-hmm. you, you intercutting between these two fights together and like with the editing it is possible maybe some of the moves didn't 
exactly link up exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of the general moves. But either way, it just it's really cool. Yeah. Fair. I like it. Uh, I like that he's speaking to her as 1980s Spike or 1970s yeah. Spike. That like he's talking almost at the camera. Yeah, and that's Buffy. It's kind of like extra badass. Yeah. Spike's view of being a slayer is downright nihilistic. Mm-hmm. You wake up every day asking, is today the day I'm going to die? Yeah. All you're doing is outrunning death. Mm-hmm. Well, aren't you the glasses half empty kind of person? But I mean, he loves death. So that's a great life to him. Sure. I mean, he's not wrong. It's a high risk job. But like, dude, throw a pie. Throw what? Throw a pie. Is this a saying I've missed? No, that is totally a saying. Throw a pie? Throw a pie? Loosen up. Throw a pie? Throw a pie. Did you grow up, grow up in a cloud school? That's a saying. That it is, means loosen up. I've never heard that in my entire life. As a oh saying. my God, I swear I've said it on this podcast. Well, I probably just thought you were being weird. <laughs> That's a fair assumption. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I, I've never heard of that. It was like a common saying that people say all the time. Like, oh, you throw a pie. Yeah, loosen up. I mean, I, I get it, but. Set out a whoopee cushion. Throw a pie. Loosen up. Is the whoopee cushion one too? No, I made okay. that up. That's, that's, it's a Christian, Christian original. You're welcome. Uh, thanks so much. <laughs> that made me have a real good day. I, I got it because Spike needs to have just he just needs a real good day. Yeah. Yep. Spike reiterates what we heard from Buffy. She likes to pretend otherwise, but as we saw in Buffy versus Dracula, she likes it. Mm. It's it, she's addicted to the hunt. And all right, Mike, mm-hmm. is that bad? As long as it doesn't cloud her judgment, I think it's fine. It's I mean like it's they treat it as like an addiction, but like. The idea that she's gone from hating her calling and it's such mm-hmm. a burden to like really enjoying it yeah. and like needing it to sleep is, I mean, uh, take a day off. Yeah. But the idea that you get an adrenaline rush and that you enjoy that, you know, from our point of view, mm-hmm. you and I both grew up doing theater, the adrenaline rush of a curtain call. Mm-hmm. Is I mean, is that yeah. so bad that like no? I but I want that. Well, I guess it's it's one of those things where in it of itself maybe it's not bad, but it can very easily lead to things that are much worse. Sure, and like, like a you slippery know, slope thing. She's putting herself at risk, but she doesn't really have a choice. She's supposed to be doing this. Mm-hmm. So I I mean I would attribute it to like you're a firefighter who just really likes your job and you mm-hmm. love going the adrenaline of going in there and fighting a fire and it's mm-hmm. dangerous. But you still love it. Yeah. And like I can see how like, okay, but as long as you're still careful and mm-hmm. still recognize the danger. Mm-hmm. Oh, as long as you're not setting fires to then put out. Yeah, that, don't do that. No. Disclaimer, don't do that. Come on, guys. Stop don't, doing that. Stop it. Don't do it. He goes further and says that since Buffy's surrounded by death every day, she's curious about what it's like and partly wants it. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> This is where I'm like, less than the first, okay. Less than the second, okay. You're wrong here. I don't I don't think so. Well, he might just be a little early. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yes. Yeah. 
I don't think there's any part of Buffy that is more curious about death than the average person is yeah. kind of like, I mean, I wonder what that's like. Mm-hmm. I wonder what happens. I don't, I, I don't think she's di- any different in that regard. I think she likes the adrenaline and also the rush of being really good at something. Yeah. I, I think that's also a big part of it. Like mm-hmm. being great at something is a really good feeling yep. and not everyone feels that all the time. Mm hmm. She's not only great at this, she's the only one who's great at this. That's pretty great. And it's like for a good cause, too. It's not like I'm like really good at feeding a parking meter. Like that's not really. Or I'm really great at robbing banks. Okay, but don't do that. Like I'm really great at saving lives. Mm -hmm. Dude, the good. Yeah. Good. Keep doing that. I'm really great at rescuing pets. Good. I'm really good at eating old, spoiled food. No. No, don't. No. Why would she? Stop. Mm-mm. He says she's lasted longer than the other Slayers because of her family and friends. True. Yep. That's, and we know that. He steals Nikki's coat. So he, he kills Nikki. Right? We haven't been talking about the, the choreography. Spoilers. Throughout all of this, he's been fighting yep. Nikki. He kills her. And steals her coat, mm-hmm. which is how he gets the dust hurt. Aww, it's a dead lady's coat. It's a dead lady's coat. I mean, how else is he going to shop? He can only come out when like the store is already closed, unless they're open late. And then oh. how is he getting money? You think he, he's like buying things in stores? That's what I'm saying. This is how he gets his stuff. I think he just throws a garbage can through a window and grabs. That's what I'm saying. He steals. I'm not surprised that he's yeah. stealing. You're like, just, he's stealing dead people's stuff. Yeah. At least this way, like, she's already dead. He's not like he's, you know, damaging property. He's using every part of the Slayer. Oh. oh, oh. (laughs) He says that once she starts to want death, he'll be there. Mm -hmm. And then you get that clap cut. I love the clap cut. He claps (laughs) and immediately cuts to him clapping. Not a day. I just, anytime you mention this episode, I immediately picture the clap cut. And the second, the second that happens i'll be there and i'll have myself a real good day yeah. here endeth the lesson yeah then he like kind of tries to go in for chaos and's like oh, 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 spike read the room read the Whoa, room spike. buddy read the body you just got done saying like i'm gonna kill you now make out with me oh you got issues like i know that's issues. really hot for you and a lot if not most of your ex-girlfriends but and even like before this he's like oh did i piss you off hit me go on hit me now let's make out like you like abuse mm. you like abusing others definitely don't have a soul yet yep. you are messed up yep. <laughs> there is so many messed up things happening with oh. you have you ever you can you can tell me christian i don't want to talk about it it's fine have you ever told someone that you liked them before you knew for sure that they liked you Hmm. Um, yes. Yeah? Yeah. Did not turn out great. That's terrifying. Like, I admire the balls that that takes, because I would never do that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, mm, I would always either just, like, maybe put out hints that, like, if you want to express these feelings, Mm -hmm. I might reciprocate, or I'm just going to wait for you to reciprocate, but I will not express these first. (laughs) (laughs) I do not like rejection. Yeah. See, that's the thing is, like, I've done that, but then I've well, I've done both of those. I've done the, <laughs> I'm going to tell you even though I'm not sure what I'm feeling, but I've also done a lot of the like, well, let's just wait and see how this plays out. Yeah. Oh, you're married now? Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> I guess that's a no. 
I uh, so when he does this and he's just like, you know, like he's like it tells her that he's into her. I'm like, no, don't do that. You don't know she's how she feels yet. Don't put it all out there. That's dangerous. Well, it's like really early too because it's like. Even you were saying you just wanted to kill her yeah. a couple weeks ago. Your enemies. Yeah. Not even a couple weeks ago. Two minutes ago. <laughs> but like, but like not a jump. But that's, that's different. It's, it's like, this is like a romantic. I want to kill you. It's <laughs> like, a, oh, I want to kill you. It's like, I want to kill you, baby. <laughs> Who's the, um, <laughs> the like 1970s actor that like, is always threatening to beat his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. I want to kill you. Bang, zoom straight to the moon. That's the honeymooners from like the 50s. Okay. Oh, I've never seen it. Okay. But like the 1970s actor who's always studying to beat his wife. Probably a lot of them. But. <laughs> probably. It's not funny. I mean. It's not funny. It's not funny, but. It's not funny. Yeah. All right. Great. 50s. I don't know. Yeah. But it is, it is weird that that was so popular for such a long time. This it was so horrible. It involved into Spike. So my only um, similarity, mm-hmm. my only experience with this was in junior high, I used to keep, um, if I had a crush on someone, I would refer to a boy as a, as a code, like I would have code names. Okay. Because you wrote notes back and forth. Kids, this is before texting existed, so we mm-hmm. would write notes and pass them. On pieces of parchment. And they <laughs> Not that old. <laughs> um, and they would have code in them. And there was one football player that I liked. um, and my code for him was his football jersey number. So I was not... I was that's, not that's not a great code. I'm not real subtle, Mike. If you haven't caught up on it yet, I am not a subtle person. You I just think I'm, threw that pie right in the face. I think I'm sneaky. I'm not sneaky. Um, <laughs> similarly, I also had a crush on a boy um, who I used to refer to as by his initials. <laughs> These are not codes. <laughs> not only that, I went to a very small high school. His last name started with a U. <laughs> Guess how many people, not even boys, people... In my school, had a last name that started with a U. I guess it's in the single digits. <laughs> one. And it is a single digit one. <laughs> one. So uh, I dropped, someone found the note that I wrote that said oh. like, blah, 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 71 looks so cute today. <laughs> Definitely. Somebody comes like, do you like him? Like, nope, no idea what you're talking about. Never yep, happened. That. And that boy went out of his way, like so junior high, went out of his way to be so mean to me. Through junior high and high school, and the very rumor that maybe I thought he was cute. Wow. So mean. Yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, no, I would not. I mean, I guess props props to Spike and props to you for, like, Mm -hmm. like, putting yourself out there, but my initial reaction, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Protect your feelings and hide them away. Uh, So she pushes them down. He's so sad. He throws money at him That's like a whore, cool. like a prostitute, yeah. just throws money and says, you're beneath me. Ugh. Ouch. I can't. Yikes. Nothing worse. Nothing worse. Mm. Um, again, I think there's that's a coincidence. I think like a, the shock on his face when she says it, I think it's also... <coughs> It's the shock that she used the same words. I think it would be, I think if he, if he had told her the you're beneath me part, it would have been more like, oh, fuck you. But the fact that it's like, again, again. I don't know. I think in some way it might almost be more heartbreaking to have it be her specifically throwing back those words at him. I also think that's too cold for Buffy. That's just mean in a way that she wouldn't need to be mean. 
But like I don't I don't know like with what she's gone through in this episode, with how she feels about Spike generally at this point, uh, I could see her kind of like just you know having a a, a moment of you know maybe a bit of a, a lapse in character where she's just like twisting the knife a little bit too much. I could see that happening. Mm. He starts crying. I didn't remember that. Oh, he goes through so many emotions. I didn't remember that, Mike. Yeah. He actually starts crying, and oh. while he's picking up the money, because he still needs oh, the money. Oh, that's... Oh. Joss says, has said several times, yeah. never get over high school. And man, yeah. oh. and William yeah. didn't either. That's yeah. what it, this is. This is William not yeah. being over high school. Yeah. That's, that's, I think, that's what I think really breaks him down, is that, like, it's, I, I've tried for a, over a hundred years to be... Like the 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 ultimate version of myself, this huge badass that's it's like everything that Drew said I was gonna be, but really deep down I'm still that I'm loser s- writing shitty oh, poems. I'm still William the bloody elf poet. And they they stay on him pretty long, which yeah. I feel like is the herald of a good performance. Mm-hmm. But like they didn't need a cut because yeah. oh, he kinda lost it there. Yeah. They're just like, We're just gonna hold this take because he is rocking it. Yeah, and they're just like the Kind of the transitions of different emotions of him, you know, you'd see like the flashes of anger and sorrow and shame. And then just like eventually he he's able to like kind of somewhat put it together and like, I'm going to get revenge. But he's still so. Push those emotions deep down, buddy. Yeah. Push him down. Now he's he pissed. Know. He's pissed. He goes back to Harmony. He goes looking for a shotgun. I got a shotgun. Says, gonna be, oh, you're beneath me. I'm going to put you six feet beneath me. Whoa. Hasn't got a death wish. Bitch won't need one. Oof. And, you know, Harmony points out, like, that's going to hurt you yeah. when you point it at her. And he's like, yeah, it's going to hurt for about two hours. But she'll be dead a hell of a lot longer than that. Well, I like, he's a, he says, like, a, I think he says, like, a little bit longer, which is, like, a little extra, like, catty towards Like, oh, just, just a little bit. Just a little bit longer. Like, forever. Flashback to Drew in South America after season two. <laughs> She looks beautiful here. Yeah. Juliet Landau, Land, Juliet Landau looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find a good screen cap of, as usual, it's hard yeah. to find non-blurry Buffy screen caps. But in yeah. the white getup, she's just glorious. Mm-hmm. She wants to know why he can't forget the Slayer. Uh, he may say that he did, but she knows otherwise. Uh, Women know. Yeah. And we get our first look at the Chaos Demon. Yeah. He's disgusting. He's just he's enormous. The shot of like yeah. them fighting and with him in the background. <laughs> just giant. A giant oh, he is a tall man. And then you have the antlers. And why this. is he wearing that suit? That seems like a very nice. They were on like, a date. They were on a date, Mike. But like it's like a nice looking, like almost like a linen white suit. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. That's just got, it's got all sort of Gooby gone. Gooby gone. He's gonna have to like just apply that constantly. Well, he owns stock in Gooby Gone. He's a stock owning chaos demon. Yeah, I mean, how else are you gonna afford those nice suits? <laughs> I eat some more chips. I feel sad. <laughs> Back at the summer's home, Joyce's headaches may be more serious than they thought. Aww. She needs to stay overnight at the hospital for a CAT scan and observation. Mm. Joyce says she'll be fine, which is really unconvincing. Yeah. It's just supposed to be. Uh, Buffy also says who she knows her mom, which is fine, which is more unconvincing. Yeah. Stressed out and worried, she goes outside for a good cry. Aww. Enter Spike with his shotgun. 
And Spike's heart grew three sizes that day. That's exactly what this is. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is the smartest thing ever. <laughs> she hears him cock it. She has to know his plan, right? She, he walks. They just mm-hmm. fought. He walks in with a shotgun and cocks it. And she has to be like. You're just fine at this point. She's not scared. And like, yeah. I don't. I can't think that she's like, fine, go ahead, shoot me. Like, no, but just, just like knowing he won't go through with yeah. it or like, what do you want now? Uh, he sees her pain and his heart melts. Mm. He offers to help. He gives like the awkward back pat. The look on her face, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. I think it's the realization that Spike's a friend. Like it's shock yeah. and then like mm-hmm. kind of fear as she realizes like, oh, oh we're shit. friends. Like, we're buddies. Oh. And he doesn't, he, the, the hand on the back and he doesn't speak. She just mm-hmm. not have to be alone. And I, yeah. I feel like that's really underrated that a mm. lot of people when they're trying to comfort you don't realize that sometimes like just sit next to me. Yeah. It's not about like, let's be proactive and do, do, do. And don't, I don't need you to say the right thing or mm-hmm. say some thing about like everything works out for a reason. Shut up and just yeah. sit there. Just sit there. And then when I tell you to go away, go away. Mm-hmm. And just breathe. That's all I have to do. Okay. Do that. I guess I guess Spike doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you think about Fool for Love? Uh, It's great. I, my only complaint is let's cut down the weird Riley subplot a little bit. Same. That's Absolutely same. Great episode. It's fabulous. Absolutely yeah. fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Great, like flashbacks, which are fun but also informative in mm-hmm. so many different ways and well shot. Um, yeah, just great. That the that's it. Is it's not just flashbacks, which I'm I trust that Jess is going to do great. It's mm-hmm. not just Spike, which I want to see more yeah. of all the time. It's also like really interesting cinematography, mm-hmm. the, especially that New York subway. You yeah. know, go back watching this time. The choreography was not as amazing as my memory makes mm-hmm. it out to be, but the shooting of it. Yeah. The blackout is really cool, and then, like, just, yeah, they just shoot it so elegantly. Yes. It's one of my favorite scenes in all of Buffy time, I really think. Do you know a sad thing about this episode? Oh, no, what? It's the last appearance of Darla on Buffy. Oh. Yeah. No more Darla. It's okay, go. We'll get to Angel. We'll see you. We'll see you. Okay, I think it's time to take a break and hear from our sponsor. The Pied Piper of Sunnydale, here for your service. When snakes start slithering, there's no need to get nervous. Just call the Pied Piper. I'm always your friend. I'll plan my pipe. Those snakes will attend. Whether called with dark magics to find that which was lost, or just a gross slimy reptile you'd like me to accost. I'll play my pipe down the only street in town. The snakes will follow. Can't resist my hoedown. For a snake-free village, my fee is fair. But I expect prompt payment, so buyer beware. If you refuse to pay, I'll bring back double the vermin. They'll overrun your churches, the key's location they'll determine. So call the Pied Piper of Sunnydale. Protect your key's location. Musical extermination by forced migration. It's time to put Fool for Love back on the shelf and open the books on Shadow. This is the longest previously on ever. 
previously on every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Did you want us to recap four seasons for you? Let me recap four seasons for you. And it's weird because the last episode, they had to recap like a whole bunch of Spike's backstory. And that went by Lickety Smith. It's just because I like Spike. Yeah. This I have to get everything. Joyce is getting CAT scan. Mm-hmm. Have you had a CAT scan? Uh, no, I've had a cat. And I've been scanned with an x-ray, <laughs> so half and half. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, I did have to get one. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not claustrophobic, so I didn't, wasn't a thing. My only issue was that thing that like, you know when someone tells you like, stay absolutely still, oh, and then like, you start shaking. Yeah. <laughs> like, why can't, why can't my muscles hold still now? That was yeah. my thing, that they were like, hold still, and you're like, I can't. Yeah. But that, you have the same problem with x-rays. They're like, you're at the dentist. They're like, ready? Hold still. You're like, nope. Uh, <laughs> I have a seizure. Yeah. I feel like I'm weirdly comforted by small spaces sometimes. So like I might, a cat. Yeah, like a cat. So I might actually enjoy a cat scan. Yeah. I, I feel the same way that usually, like, you know, as mm-hmm. a kid, I would often, like, hide in my closet. Like, I just, like, little, yeah, yeah feel safe. Um, this is, for this reason, I feel like the mannequin challenge is actually a challenge. The what? The mannequin challenge. Have you not seen this? Is it like Mannequin 2 on the loose? I, how would I know that? We've got with, I haven't seen this. No, the, the challenge is that like you're in a room full of people and you're mm-hmm. walking around with your phone on video and everyone's holding absolutely still, usually in like kind of a funny tableau, uh-huh. if you will. And you're walking around and everyone, and then like you, how long can your video be of everyone holding absolutely still? Hillary like did a, one. That sounds like a lot of work. It sounds hard because I'm like, no, holding still sucks. What do you mean Hillary Duff? That one. <laughs> I wouldn't recognize her if she did do a video. <laughs> uh, and then there's a, there's going to be an episode in season seven where Dawn is paralyzed mm-hmm. and she has to hold absolutely still. Oh, and yeah. When that first aired, it was like, why can't she stop shaking? And now when I watch it, I'm like, oh, poor thing. That mm-hmm. th- that's hard. It is hard. Yep. Buffy and Dawn are in the waiting room. Dawn wants to know why a cat. Mm-hmm. Which is a good question. It is fair. I see that Buffy's annoyed because, like, this is it's, serious it's, and I'm it's upset. It's such a dawn thing to say, too. But it's fair. I actually looked it up because I was like, I didn't, you know, there's a lot of things where I'm like, that's a that's a well-known acronym. I don't actually know what CAT scan stands for. It is computerized axial tomography. Yeah. Just like a cat. Yep. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the magic shop... Can you say that in the Super Friends voice? I just want... Meanwhile, at the magic shop. Thank you. There's, I just... I needed that. Yeah. You just insert that in every... It's a bummer of an episode. You gotta, yep. you gotta get... Do what you can. One other uh, plus side. Uh, I think it's supposed to be a crystal, uh, but Anya, like, moves something as they're c- walking into the magic box. That, I think, is clearly a dildo. <laughs> Little crystal-shaped dildo. Nope. Mm-mm. No, I think it might just be, like... A dildo, like, made of smooth crystal. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I did notice that when she walked in, she just starts arranging things yeah. because she's at work. <laughs> Keep an eye out for the dildo, everyone. <laughs> Take a shot. <laughs> Sepsis. The Yellow Pages ad says, the one-stop... Sh- Damn it! I, I was going to try it. I was, I was like, I'm going to name one thing. Hold on. The one-stop sp- spot... The shop for the- <laughs> all your magic needs. Come on. Shut up. Occult needs. Oh, sure. The one-stop spot to shop for all your occult needs. Yeah. She sells seashells by the magic box. <laughs> the gang is pissed that Riley went off on his own to take on the vamp nest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I his quote of, I, for one, didn't want to start my day with a slaughter. 
which really goes to show how much I've grown. She has grown. She has grown. Lo- this is her season. She's yeah. doing awesome. Tara's still rocking a hippie skirt. Mm-hmm. The gang's researching glory, but with zero info, it's not going well. They do a little editing joke of like, oh, she's probably living in a shithole. Cut two. Which, I mean, like, really, if Buffy was like, she's wearing a red cocktail dress, high heels. No, yeah. she's not living in a sewer. Yeah, like, like think about the M.O. It's like, gentlemen, they were hanging out in like a weird old clock tower, but it was kind of fancy. Right. See somebody else in similarly like, formal wear, maybe like an old mansion. At the very least, she needs access to a mirror, mm-hmm. a shower, and a curling iron. Yeah. Uh, so Glory's being worshipped by one of her scabby followers mm-hmm. named Dreg. Yep. She finally gets a name. Yes, Glorificus, but she prefers Glory. Mm -hmm. The worshiper is hilarious. That's, uh, I think it's Kevin Wiseman. He was also on Alias. Oh, great. Um, He just delivers the Glory nicknames just really Mm -hmm. sincerely and without any hint of irony. Um, I like the the one he goes, I beg of you, rip out my tongue. Gimme. There's the very... And then when he she grabs the the spell, he's like, "Oh, ha, I thought, yeah. I thought, ooh." <laughs> <laughs> so she wants to cast a spell, and hey, where do you go for spell supplies? Ooh, I'll have them all right, and I'll get your little dog too. Basically, yeah, it's it's very cheesy pre credit, especially for like it's like the hair of the one guy in the last episode in this pre credit sequence seems like really season one, guys. Like it's a little too much. Throwing it back. Throwing yeah. it way back. It's a retro episode. Riley goes to the Summer's house to find the door cracked open. Oh, this is super creepy. <laughs> and a dusty old blanket at the base of a stair. I mean, he should see that and be like, I know who owns that. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen that before. After investigating a noise upstairs, he finds Spike sniffing Buffy's sweater. Oh, it's a predator thing. Ooh. I mean, I, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but you're a boy. Boys don't do this, right? I hope not. <laughs> I mean, like... Like, not, like... I'm so into the normal. smell of your deodorant. Ah. No, like, that's the thing where it's, like, if it's somebody you're in a relationship and you live together and they're gone for a while, I've, like, I've heard of people being sure. like, oh, I just want to, like, Yeah, them. or, you know, it's, you give them, when they come back, you give them a hug and you're like, oh, you're yeah. smiling. You know, everyone has their distinct smell. No, but, but I... Like, she rejected I you. never, like, broke into somebody's house to smell their sweaters. <laughs> you uh, sure? Sure about that? You're, like, a little uh, guilty. like a couple band teachers <laughs> oh, oh i wasn't even in the band <laughs> you know it's true because of the specificity of the band <laughs> teachers i just love a gal who could play an instrument uh or teach others too yeah <laughs> i like a gal who could play an instrument but not well enough to get like a steady gig so then goes into teaching as a backup so this is beyond pathetic. This is like, I mean, you love Spike because he's a badass and he's funny. And I'll, I mean, like, he's he can be kind of the dweeb sometimes yeah. and that's fun. But this is where you're like, uh, he's a panty thief. Yeah, he steals her panties. Yeah. Which definitely I've heard of that. Like, they sell them in vending machines in yeah. Japan. And also that's like, that used to be like an okay uh, kind of prank thing to do, like a panty raid. Right. But like smelling somebody's sweater is like definitely that's just you're a creepy stalker. He, guy. He's, t- I mean, yeah, right now it's like, oh, but you're not scary. You're just sad, yeah. gross. 
Uh, he's, he tells Riley, the Slayer bought me drinks. You know, you bribed her. It's yeah. different. Yeah, he really does try to spin this. It's a, let's just say, Facebook news way to look at there you go. the events that unfolded. She de-invited de Dracula and Harmony, but not me. Mm. Yep. Riley says, you're harmless. And Spike says, takes one to no one. Oh, because he knows that's what Riley's all getting his panties up in a bunch about. It's, I mean, it's a good, it's a good blow. Yeah. For, it's, Wait a minute. We've established that Riley is clearly wearing a bunch of Buffy's clothes. Right. What if Spike just took panties that Riley had been wearing? <laughs> it's like, this is not the smell I was expecting. That's why he was smelling Buffy's sweater. He's like, this smells like men's deodorant. What's going on? Smells like Axe body spray. So Buffy's at the hospital. Didn't mm-hmm. tell Riley because she's busy. Yeah. He turd. Stop making it about you. Yeah. Mom gets her test results. They found a shadow. Don't know what it is, but have to do a biopsy. Yep. It's very scary. The gang is still researching. Tara wonders if Glory's not in the books because she's too new. No. She's too old. Although I do feel like now I want to see them do something where it is about something too new to be in the book. I mean, it almost seems like a more logical explanation to yeah. start with. She's mm-hmm. too new, especially because she looks yeah. young, mm-hmm. modern, yeah. that you would start there and be like, we had this backwards. Yeah. She's not too new. She's too old. Yeah. It almost feels weird that Tara immediately is just like, no, too old. Like, why? Why, why do you assume That's, that? Mm, that seems like We've more logical explanation. We've seen nothing about what she's... I mean, I guess that she was... Assaulting the old monks. Okay. But, but like, that could be a new person, and they're like an old order trying to prevent evil in general. Like, I don't know. The Dagon Sphere repels that which cannot be named. Dagon Sphere. So, <laughs> so maybe she predates language. Mm-hmm. Glory shows up. But, well. Rocking a leather dress. Yep. Uh, they don't recognize her because... They have a very vague description about who young this woman is. in a red dress. Yeah. So there's here's why I'm confused though because they just brought up the the Dagon Sphere. Mm-hmm. I assume they're keeping it at the Magic Box. Well, it might be at Buffy's. She doesn't usually take that stuff home. Mm. So it's weird to me. That, like we just mentioned the Dagon Sphere, and then she walks in I'm like, but isn't the Dagon Sphere there? Well, maybe it's like it could be in like a box that's warded or like. It's there's interference because all the other magic stuff that's in there. Mm. So this, I mean, this whole scene I think is just great. The uh, mm-hmm. this whole concept of like, yeah, this thing that we're looking for is in front of us and we don't know it because yeah. we don't know what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. I like it. Although Giles is really polite to this woman who kind of gives him two that he's like smiling at her like, oh, what a pleasant young lady. I'm like, I feel like there needs yeah. to be a moment of like, you're kind of rude. Yeah, she's kind of a bitch. Yeah, she was kind of a bitch. Maybe it was more like, I think she's hot. Also, pro- I think that. it's probably that. Ripper is on the lookout. <laughs> Olivia moved back to England, so, you know, he's on the prowl. The hospital waiting room. Dawn is sleeping. Riley's being sweet yeah. here. Why can't you be this guy all the time? It's the second of several meaningful shoulder heads this uh, episode. <laughs> she's, he tucks her in. Mm-hmm. Doc comes out post-up and tells Buffy it was the brain tumor. I do like, even though it's kind of become a cliche now, I do like the audio fading out after tumor. It very is. I mean, like, even if it's a cliche, it does feel like what happens mm-hmm. when you get that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
He says that symptoms progress quickly and chances of survival are one in three. The doc's bedside manner definitely leaves something to be desired. Yeah, he's, he's very clinical, a little bit boring, and doesn't really know how to judge people's reactions that well. I feel like there needs to be a designated... And I don't work in the mental profession at all, so maybe there is. To assume that just because a doctor is masterful at removing tumors Mm -hmm. and saving your life, to expect that that person is also very good at delivering or shattering terrible news Mm -hmm. is huge. Like, you should have a designated person at the hospital who's like maybe a therapist or a social worker. It's their job to just deliver this type of news. I think uh, it's probably just a, there's just too much bad news to go around. It just like whoever the doctor is kind of has to just because there's not, but I feel like they're wanted in surgery. They've got better things to be doing. I just feel like, you know, like I, I have a girlfriend who works as a child life specialist Mm -hmm. and her job at the hospital is to kind of comfort kids and explain to them what's happening. Mm -hmm. Cause you can tell the kids, we're going to put in an IV. And the kids are like, I don't know what that is. And you have to hold them down and they're screaming and it's traumatic. But if you speak to them mm-hmm. as someone who's trained to deal with kids and to comfort them and to explain in a way kids can understand what's going to happen, they're way more calm about it and not traumatized. And mm-hmm. I feel like the same goes with anyone. Yeah. Doctors get a bad rap for not mm-hmm. having good bedside manner, but like, but you're a genius and yeah. you're, you know, working on how many people a day. Mm-hmm. I feel like this should be a thing. I'm not saying I want to do it. Like, that sounds like a terrible job. So you're not, like, applying for that job right now? No, I don't. To be the person whose job it is to deliver bad news sounds just terrible. The hospital bad news bear? That <laughs> It's like, he wants to talk about insurance? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Ben relieves Buffy, gets rid of the doctor, and tells her to go home. But Buffy wants to fix it with magic. Doesn't seem that crazy, considering the world they live in. Especially, no. like... And it seems like Riley starts to have this old initiative thing of like, bro, I don't like magic. Magic's dumb. Give me a zap gun. (laughs) Those things. Meanwhile, Anya's going through the magic box receipts. Giles should not have sold two items together. It's very dangerous. Are you stupid or something? (laughs) We talked about employer-employee vocabulary. That was number five. (laughs) The items were used by the Subakites, which were an Egyptian cult that performed transmogrification the long word transmogrification spells but the young woman who purchased them would have had to have a norm whoa whoa. and now they're like oh now i know what glory looks like hot riley was supposed to take dawn to school but instead takes her to a carnival did you hear that i mean well okay carousel but still buffy was like take dawn to school and like they're at a carousel i'm like oh you playing hooky yeah she tells a story about her 10th birthday party where no one showed up, so they just rode the carousel for an hour. Aww. Cute. Uh, Don says that Buffy cries way less with Riley than with Angel. Oh, God damn it, Don! Read the room. She doesn't get all worked up over you. I give her a pass on this one. Like, versus the, like, Buffy says you're weak and kidney. This one, I can see what she's trying to say. Then she just keeps going. But, I mean, so she's a 14-year-old and doesn't know how to articulate that, like, I mean, like, the, the idea that, like, you don't make Buffy cry herself to sleep mm-hmm. because she's so miserable ever that is a, that is a good thing about a relationship if she had you don't make there yeah but she's 14 it's i give her a pass on this this is like normal kid sister like you didn't mean to it's fine but yeah she definitely makes it sound that like buffy's not emotionally invested in your relationship <laughs> thanks for the ice cream 
You're basically a placeholder slash hired help. <laughs> the gang tells Buffy that magic can't heal her mom. Aww. And that Glory can now create a powerful monster. No biggie. But it's definitely going to be a cobra. Yep. I don't really get how that how they know that, but snake. Sure. Bottom line. Glory goes to the Sunnydale Zoo. Oh, no, hyena people. <laughs> I was going to say, you better stay away from that hyena habitat. That place isn't good. Buffy interrupts her spell. They fight. There's a weird thing going on with Glory's pretending that they're acting and I'm not feeling this and what's my motivation. It's a weird... snake's all rubbery. Oh, God, that snake. Okay, so let's talk about the snake. So it's a snake. She turns the rubber snake into a bigger snake with arms. (laughs) (laughs) With arms. This is now the fourth snake, fourth giant snake. (laughs) God damn it, there's so many snakes! In Sunnydale. We have... um, the the one that they have to pay tribute to with mm. Mr. Trick in season three. Yep. Oh, we have Reptile Boy, yep. where they, they have to pay tribute to him as well, actually. There's the mayor. The mayor. And then this one. I think Joss Whedon's afraid of snakes. <laughs> I think there's just like, uh, what kind of animal can we do on our budget? Snake. I mean, yeah. It's yeah. just we're going to take a different costume and like. Put a bunch of scales on it. That. Yeah, um, except this one has arms. The other ones didn't have arms. Well, Reptile Boy had arms. He had, like, wings. It was like, <laughs> it, they were all connected. Yeah. This is just muscular man arms <laughs> sticking out of a fatter <laughs> snake. Again, but much like uh, 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 a uh, hot tub demon. I forget his name right now. Balthazar. Balthazar. And it was, it was some kind of, like, name name. I'm just thinking of, like, Balthazar and this snake, the, the Sobakite spawn. Just like, you know, doing reps on their little... Their little, little arms. Their little arms. Just working them out together. Just, I mean, yeah, like, the, these arms are yeah, really compared to, like, this big, fat snake. That's the other thing between... <laughs> the difference between this one and Reptile Boy and Lurconis mm-hmm. is, like, this one's fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fat snake. Yeah. With tiny little arms. Tiny little arms. And then, uh, I don't know which one it looks cheesier when it's moving. The CGI or the practical one. When it's still, the C- the practical one is better, of course. Mm. But when it's moving, like, the, the practical one is like, vroom, vroom. It looks like he's, like, out oh, a little, like, moped or something. Like, like, vroom, vroom. The tail is in Slither. It just, like... Just kind of whacks it's like back it's, and if forth. You, if you take a pencil and yeah. wag it back and forth, that's the tail. Uh. Glory tells it to go find the key. <laughs> Riley is pissed that Buffy went off on her own. You know, kind of like he went off his own for the vamp nest. Oh, what? Hypocrite. He says, if she needs me, so stick around and help research like everyone else. You God say, do you, do, it, if she needs me and then trail off. If she needs you, what? You don't have a cell phone. No. You don't have a beep bar and you're going to a bar where no one knows where you are. If she needs you, she can't get help from you no. she because needs me, you're a whiny what, bitch. Yeah. Throw myself a pity party. Your mom just got diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. But I'm going to throw myself a pity party. And it's like, what's so bad? Oh, you're no longer in the secret army evil core and your girlfriend's better at fighting than you. So what? It's a terrible life. It's terrible. You're you're still going to do just fine. You have a super hot girlfriend. As far as I can tell, you guys are both dynamite in the sack. You're a fit, attractive man with useful life skills. And you're like, what, 22? You're going to be fine. You're fine, dude. Uh, the snake is looking for a key in churches because she said go to the holy places. Yeah. I guess he, I mean, I guess she was created in a monastery. Yeah. 
It's fine. And then he goes to the carousel and smells all the Dawn juice. Bad. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, we get a montage. Buffy waiting. Dawn at the magic box. Riley drinking. Oh, no. Sadie. We, I thought it was Sandy. Sandy. Oh, no, Sandy. Everyone's favorite Buffy. Sandy. Grimped. Oh, no. <laughs> Changing all the names. Uh, oh, so here's what I like. He goes off drinking. Like, you're like, if she needs me, you know where you could be right now? Waiting at the hospital, waiting yeah. at the magic box. Be with her so she can find comfort in you mm-hmm. instead of going to a bar where no one knows where you are and can't contact you. I guess he's like, I don't, I don't want to just be like a, a safety blanket and like a safe choice. I, I want to be bad. Oh, how dare you be a, you know, comforting, kind, supportive boyfriend? How terrible! I want to be bad and tough so that she cries over me because then I can feel all cool. Be single forever. Surprisingly, oh. not. Surprisingly, I mean, he improves. We get Joyce finding out about her tumor, her reaction. I started mm. crying. Yeah. I started crying real tears. Her immediate heartbreak and fear, mm-hmm. and then her trying to hide that for Buffy. And that's really the saddest thing, is the idea that she can't just feel her fear- feelings and be an adult that's yeah. scared. And she doesn't really have anyone to turn to. That. She doesn't have a significant other. We Buffy killed her only friend. Yeah. And then we, we go to Sandy biting Riley, uh. and then... Riley staking Sandy. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you so hard. You could be helping the Summers women. Yeah. No. You at, I, you okayed and gave your consent for Sandy to bite you, yeah. and then you kill her. Fuck you in every way. She really, I mean, she wasn't going out on the streets. I mean, I guess she was kind of trolling to bite people at the bar, but like. He's, he's just a filthy blood whore. He's terrible. Vampire Academy. <laughs> <laughs> The snake breaks into the magic box. The door was unlocked, asshole. We just saw someone go through it. You didn't have to break through the window. Yeah, he's he just doesn't really get doors. He's got weird. arms. He yeah. can open them. It seems like any of the other snakes makes a lot more sense because they're like you know, all struggling. Arms. This one has arms. You could, you could lock up at the end of the night. It's fine. You, you want a job, buddy? <laughs> nine time, nine time like, security. Like, let's say instead of just like summoning him and he's a snake, whatever. He's like a snake that has a magical jewel that makes him enslaved to glory. And they just like break the jewel. And now he just works at the magic box. That would be great. <laughs> He's just like you a just see him snake. out back taking out the trash. <laughs> yep. Just wearing like a work shirt. Love it. He's got a name tag that's like, <laughs> I don't want to stuck to him. <laughs> we don't know. That's all he says. He sees Dawn and then runs away to tell Glory. Mm-hmm. How does Buffy figure this out? So she's smashed under the bookcase. Mm-hmm. The snake comes in and then immediately turns around. I feel like it's a jump to be like, he's going to go tell Glory. Well, I mean, it is Dawn's scream that uh, appears to drive the snake off. He just has very sensitive eardrums. Yeah. I guess she assumes that, because she knows at this point that Glory's looking for the key. She knows Dawn's the key. But yeah, I mean... It does seem like she should be a little bit more like, I think this is what's ha- happening as opposed to like, well, this is definitely what's happening. Right. Yeah. It's just a bit of a jump. So she chases it. Giles helps out. She jumps in his car. Mm-hmm. They go down Sunnydale's one street. Down the one street and up on Gloria's front lawn. Yeah. So like they just make it. Where she chokes it. Very job of the hut style. 
very that is exactly this thank you i was watching this being like this is reminiscent of something it is jabba the hut yeah it also because it has it's a snake but it has shoulders like yeah. depending on the shot sometimes she's at its neck and then sometimes yeah. she's around its shoulders I'm yeah. like, well, that's not gonna work <laughs> oh no my collarbone but it comes back to life so she punches through its face oh it really feels like most things should not be a challenge to her if she can punch through your skull. But, like, it takes a couple punches. Sure. Did you, I mean, like, the wide shot of Buffy punching mm-hmm. this thing that, like, pans up to Glory's house? The wide shot of this fake snake with the with Buffy is ridiculous. It's just, it's just the costume <laughs> and Sarah Michelle Geller punching it. Buffy, you can't beat up your mom's cancer. <laughs> Back at the hospital, Joyce needs to tell Don the prognosis. Riley shows up. Hey, Riley. Why are you wearing a turtleneck? Well, it's because he took it out of uh, Buffy's closet. It was the only other sweater that fit him. Riley, that's my tactile neck. (laughs) He wants her to cry on his shoulder. Now he shows up when it's convenient for him. Yep. But she can't. She has to be the one in control for her family. Mm -hmm. And doesn't that suck? Doesn't that suck that you yep. are also feeling feelings? Your mom is feeling feelings and feel that she can't really open up or let him out. Buffy is feeling mm-hmm. feelings and feels that she has to stay strong for both her mom and her sister. She's barely an adult, mm-hmm. and now she's taking care of a woman twice her age and a sister half her age. And stop acting butthurt about it and show some empathy. I just I just can't sympathize for Riley at all. I can't. I can't. I can't. No. Like, earlier, even in this season, but especially last season, I kind of like, okay, I understand you're old-fashioned. You, you, like, it's weird for you to be, like, the less physically strong one in a relationship. But at this point, like, just get over it or go away. You're, you're not doing anyone any good. No. You're just, I just being a shitty boyfriend. Literally That's the day that your mom was diagnosed with cancer... And literally the moment at which she's telling your preteen sister, you're going to be butthurt about not being the center of her world. Get over yourself. Also, And then like she leaves to go like comfort her mom and her sister. And he's like, well, I'm out here all alone. Yes, they're a family. That's that's, yeah. that's just it. You're not married yet. That's your problem, man. You should. If you're homesick and your family's across the. Yeah, you're, you're homesick. Your family's across the country. You go see them. Yeah. That, uh, call up your mother. I'm yeah. sure she would love I'm to hear sure from you. I'm sure the government kind of owes you for, like, the whole initiative garbage. They'll probably pay for a plane ticket. Yeah. So what's the lesson in Shadow? Don't watch this episode again. I mean, I think you hit the nail on the head earlier of you can't <laughs> punch cancer. Nope. That's, I mean, that's yeah. going to be most of the season. Um, I th- also feel that it's kind of just a lot of people this age are starting to experience... Their parents are getting older, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, that sometimes means that even though you're just barely coming out of being a kid, sometimes you're going to have to be an adult and take mm-hmm. care of your parents, and that's it's hard. It's yeah. sucky. You want to, you know, you have to be an adult, grow up way too soon. Uh, overall opinion, suck it, Riley. Yeah. Uh, cancer can also suck it. Yeah. This monster can suck it. Yeah. However, the monster's M.O. of not just go kill mm-hmm. this girl, but go and find her and tongue back to me and tell me where she is. Yeah. Or not the girl, but the key. Yeah. That at least is intriguing. Yeah, that's that's kind of different. That's than just different like, and it's new. Like monster killing things. Or... Everything else can suck it. Even like the cancer stuff is done well. Joyce made me cry. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, 
cancer sucks and it's a bummer. And well, and the thing that I, I hate about this episode, I don't, I don't, I know you like aren't as big. It's gonna say not as big a fan of the cancer storyline. Uh, it sounds weird. To it bums me out too hard yeah. to the point that I get angry at the show. But like, stop yeah. bumming me out. Well, I think the thing about this is that the other elements don't work and they feel very tonally inappropriate in a way where it feels like mm. this dumb snake monster. Even recording this episode, I feel weird being like, ha 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 snake. Oh, um, and, th- and then Joyce has cancer. They're yeah. like, this is an awkward thing yeah, to record. It's just, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't mesh together. It feels like an episode where they're like, we need to do these six things. Just, I don't just put it all in there. Yeah. And it just doesn't work as an episode. It gets some of the plots moving along. It's one step closer to getting this Riley out of here. So that's almost. I think almost. we got like two episodes. Oh, thank God. So are you ready to go international? Please, God, get me out of here. Buffy Tapaja, Vampirit. Ernie Dragon, das Rhein Fleisch Canoe. Future Rifle International. So I was kind of surprised this week for International Title Roundup. Uh, that Shadow did not have more different names. It was mostly Shadow or The Shadow. Uh, so that was a little surprising. Well, it's a, it's straight up a line in the episode. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I feel like maybe that wouldn't translate as well. But I guess, you know, they probably use similar terminology anywhere. Hmm. Um, but the, the one alternate one I could find for French was Incantation. Which okay. is more like a kind of... Uh, uh, German title where they just take an element from the episode and make it the title. The one with some uh, fun alternate titles is Fool for Love. Hmm. Uh, French is The Flaw. Don't know what that refers to. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I guess just uh, uh, Spike. Um, German, A Lesson for Life. Sure. Oh, it's kind of fun. He gives three uh, lessons. Uh, but it's like it's sub lessons of the one. I, I main know. Lesson. I'm, I'm being nerdy. Uh, Portuguese crazy in love. Describes Spike a lot of the time. A little weird for this episode. But I think my favorite uh, alternate title is not actually an international title. It is the original title of the episode. Hmm. It was originally titled "Loves Bitch." Yes. <laughs> Could they not use the word "bitch"? I think that was probably. Yeah. Oh, why not? That's yeah. per- that's exact. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Loves bitch. That's, that's, that's what, what he is. is. Oh. Stupid Puritans and their their dislike of bad words. Those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to celebrate Buffy's badassery with this week's Slay of the Week. Uh, kind of a lot of good choices this week. Three? But like they're all like... Four. They're all like contenders. They're fine. Um, I I have to go with uh, the killing of the seventies Slayer Nicky Wood. I thought I thought for sure that's what I was going to choose, mm-hmm. but um, looking at it this way, while I love the cinematography, mm-hmm. the choreography of the actual fight isn't didn't blow me away. Mm-hmm. But I was struck by the the Boxer Rebellion fight, so okay. I went with that yeah, one. I, think I that's, just that's they're both really awesome. It's pretty. God, I love that episode. Let's yeah. watch it again. Yeah, let's watch it again and never watch Shadow again. <laughs> well, I mean, it, like, it definitely wasn't going to be choking the snake. Oh, God, is that you? <laughs> I, you know what? I'm There's proud of us right that, that we, we waited until this long to make it, the choking the snake joke. <laughs> I'm a little sad we didn't get all the way through the episode. <laughs> Sepsis. 
uh, eat some chips. <laughs> Bag's empty. Okay, so uh, the snake. No, it's. I mean, it's very job of the hut. I mean, like the, the chain on the rubber is. And then the grenade. Maybe if there was a really great pyrotechnic explosion, it'd be like, oh my god! Rah! Well, I would say over that, even just like staking the uh, the rocker vamp. If Riley wasn't such a tool about everything yeah, that's surrounding just it. it, yeah. If it was like, you know what, you almost killed my girlfriend. I gotta kill you. But it wasn't like in such like a dicky like. Hey, let me handle this by myself, bros. That way, I mean, yeah, if it were a team effort, even his line about like, you know what they put in museums? Mostly dead things. I would hate it less if he wasn't being a dick in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to the Sunnydale Stacks. Please like us on Facebook. Look for us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunnydale Stacks to ask us questions or share your own opinions and memories about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Sunnydale Stacks is a part of the 27th Letter Productions Network. Look for our sister podcast, Hey Do You Remember? And join us next time when we dust off Listening to Fear and Into the Woods when we get lost in the Sunnydale Stacks.